Hey, Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. It is 2023 and we are going to talk about today how to level up your manifesting for the new year. You know, I love to give you what works for me. I'm always trying to put a spin on it so it's fresh and new. This has been working for me, so I'm laying it all out and hopefully it works for you too. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Well, let me just, I don't want to start off the new year with a red rant right off the bat. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to come like soft, softly talk about this. Okay. okay. So manifest. Okay. <laughs> let me, let, all right. Just the word. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, if you asked me five years ago what that meant, I wouldn't even know. I couldn't even tell you. Like, right. What is, what are you talking about? What is manifesting? Yeah. What, what is that? You'd be like, quiet witch. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. What is this nonsense you're talking right. about? You know, and then fast forward to like 2020, 2021, 2022, every single person is manifesting. It's like part of the lexicon. It's, yeah. you know, kids are saying it. I manifested this. Yeah, you know. our kids say it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, and they, the, like they manifest like nonsense. Too. Yeah. They get like a t-shirt. Like I manifested that. Right. You know? <laughs> I manifested, you know, going down the slide at the playground first. You know, it's like it's it's like everybody's manifesting. Everyone has like a program about manifesting. Right. I, it has, has manifesting jumped the shark. Has I mean, it has it jumped the shark? Yeah. Is it time? Is it like season six of Full House or something? Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. I don't even know if that it, was a season. I'm just saying. Like it, you know, it's become so like I don't know, like old hat or something. And, mm. and maybe it's lost. Maybe it's lost its way. You know, yeah. I mean, I remember like back years and years ago, it was like the secret was like the big thing. Yeah, we like, talked about that. Yeah, and that was like when people first they were. I don't know if they were calling it manifesting, but that's when it like kind of came. It's been about. around. This, oh, forever. This, yeah, yeah this forever. talk has been around forever, but not in the way that's being used. I think today, it's I, being involved and marketed. Yeah. Yes. I think it's been, and I think it's become like overused. Yeah, I think it's 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 almost in a way. I, I mean, you could even, I mean, I'm just going out on a limb here. I feel like some people look to manifesting the way maybe they used to look to religion or something like that. It's becoming kind of like a larger than life concept that people want to attach to a belief system or something like that. But like a big thing that I want everybody to understand that I've had to learn because I've navigated this too. I was back in 2004. I remember you. Do I downloaded the secret on the computer. I'm like, I'm downloading it. You know, I'm watching it. Nobody even did it back then. It was just like this weird thing to do. I'm like, I'm watching. You know, you have to put your own spin on it, otherwise it won't work. That's the thing. Like you have, just like I think with religion too, like or spirituality or anything that's about something you connecting to the powers greater than you, you have to put your own spin on it. Otherwise, it's not going to work, and you have to keep evolving that spin. Okay. So that's how I see it. So, so it's a little bit different than when everybody's been saying now. I mean, it's it's great to like if you haven't been into it. You know, and you're like, what is this? It's kind of a great introduction to kind of get in on somebody else's spin, even my spin, you know, right. like, come on in, you know. But honestly, it's about you developing your own spin. You have, I can give you tips and, and I'm going to be the one to say it. Like, you got to make your own tips that work for you. But that's the point. Like, you have to customize it <laughs> to your individual self because you are a spiritual being. You are your own energy signature that's walking around unique from everybody else. The way that you interact with that which is greater than us is 
uh, a very personal thing. So you have to go into yourself and understand what those personal connections are to really harness the powers that are available to you. And I think that's that can be missing sometimes from a lot of the rhetoric out there about manifestation. Okay. And and because it's become so mainstream. I mean, even my parents are saying it now. Oh. If my parents are saying <laughs> we're manifesting this, you know it, it's jump the shark. <laughs> right. You know, you know we're what I'm manifesting saying? the early bird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it's like you know the stock market in 1929. Everybody was buying it, and what do you think happened? It totally crashed, right? So, okay. like this term is going to crash. I think you know manifesting is coming down. I can see people making fun of it. Yeah, and it's you're already seeing it being called other things. Yeah, it's going like, to be called other I, things. And I've seen that. I've seen on TikTok like uh, portal switches and all these other words for it, and and that's fine. You know, it's just it's the same thing, and it's been around since the dawn of time. You can right. go back. And look at, I mean, Marcus Aurelius was talking about this stuff the same way they're talking about it now. So it's not a new thing, but, um, but that's not the point. The point is, is how do you relate to it and how can you develop your own personal relationship with it? That's all that's, that's, if you take nothing else, take that. All right. And we're keeping it around here too, because on January 11th, we're doing (laughs) a manifestation meditation event on Zoom. Yes, uh, if so, you're around, yeah, so, you may join. Yeah. But I do, yeah, it's true. And I, I want you all to feel that collective energy of, hey, let's do this together. At the end of the day, you're on your own. That is true. And um, you can't really latch on to other people's stuff. It, Like I said, it can help you kind of give you that nudge. But you're the one that has to be like, oh, wait a second. That makes sense. But if I do this, this works for me or, or you know, like what resonates with you. Okay. Well, which we're going to talk about today. Yeah. you And you've heard it here first on KYA. You know, <laughs> we are so avant-garde. Is that the right term? Avant-garde? Like, I don't full, know what you're about to say. Like we're ahead of our time. Oh, like, wow. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. So right now we're claiming, or I'm claiming, not you, I'm claiming that manifestation has jumped the shark. In 2023. Scott, I feel like people have already said that like three years ago, though. Did I? I could have. No, not you. Other people. Oh, other people? Oh, (laughs) no, 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 no. Hey, I'm the inventor of Strip Podcast. Jumanji, Jumanji, Jumanji. There you go to start off your new year. And um, yeah, okay. Okay. So the other other thing (laughs) is New Year's. Oh, okay. It passed. Manifesting's not real. And now let's go on to New Year's. Go. Right. And (laughs) it is... and. I bring this up because you did this incredible. I read this post of yours on Instagram. It was an incredible post. And I, if you listen to the podcast, you know I hate New Year's. I know I've mentioned that before. Yes, you have. I've, I hate New Year's. It's, yeah. I think it's the worst day of the year. It's like the clock ticking on your mortality. It really gets yeah. to you. It's either my birthday or New Year's <laughs> is the worst day of the year. I'm not sure which one. It's like in a tie You're right like, now. Why are we celebrating time going away? Since New, <laughs> right, since New Year's just passed, I'm putting New Year's as the worst day of the year. Okay. And... I really hate it, and I don't get it. And in fact, the other, you know, this past New Year's, I stayed up to eleven fifty-five and yeah. went to bed on purpose at eleven fifty-six, yeah. and I was asleep yeah. by New Year's. I did I not watch them all. I shut Ryan Seacrest off and Duran Duran, and that was it. I was done. You're a rebel. Didn't make it. Didn't make it to midnight. Right. And I guess. And then I read your post <laughs> on Instagram, right. which was which really was impressive, by the way. And I'm not just saying that. I'm not biased. Well, I am biased, but. And I thought, you know, yeah, what's the difference? I mean, yeah. it's the next day. Who cares? It's the same thing. It's like I don't get – there's no difference between December 31st and January 1st other than, you know, 
man-made issues like your taxes. Right. You know, I try, like, before the, the first, I try to get everything in. Yeah. You know, f- so it's in the tax You get year. real hung up on that. Yeah, I do all that stuff. Yeah, like, all get, my invoices you get really gotta oddly get, all that stuff's gotta, upset about that. I yeah, don't, but you yeah. do. But other than that, you know, it's like I don't feel any different the next day. There's yeah. nothing different happened. Well, as I don't get it. As we've discussed, time's not real. And that's why I like your post. <laughs> as we've discussed, obviously. All right, so tell me about that post. <laughs> You know what I decided this year? Because I always try to just write from the heart. And, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of New Year's either because I feel like it's a lot of expectation. And here's the deal. Like, this world is constantly lying to you. It's like, hey, you know, you have somewhere to be. Or what goals should you need to set for this next year? Or what didn't you meet last year that you're going to really finally do this year or whatever? And at the end of the day, like, there is no tomorrow. There's only now. And I know that's cliche, But once you really feel that, like in your bones, that the only moment there ever is and ever will be is this one, there is no need to, I guess, like look to a destination ahead in a lot of ways. So my new thing this year is it already happened. You hear me say that all the time. If something's going on and we want something to happen or whatever, I'm like, you know what? It already happened. It already happened. That's it. It's done. Already happened. I say that all the time because there's no such thing as a timeline. It doesn't exist. There's no timeline. There's no past timeline. It doesn't exist. There's only this moment. Your energy, you cannot be destroyed. You were never created. You've always just been. And that is where you will continue to be eternally. So my thought for this New Year's, as deep as it was, um, is just you're already there you're here there's no destination there's no place where you're like oh i did it because just celebrate that you you got to where you're at today yeah that's it just celebrate it like you know what i made it yeah. and laugh when the world is like hey you know what's your you know what, what's your workout goals this year what are you gonna do for career it's like whatever you know you and honestly all the stuff will happen because you're content in this moment to just be I love that. Okay. I love. Yeah, I actually love that. You know, I don't. I'm not even questioning that. I that I agree with that 100. percent You know, that's makes total sense. I mean, that's incredible. Anyway, I just have to say this yeah. before we we go. We have a couple of ads. I have never. I might be possibly the only person, and I wonder if this is a red thing. I might okay. be the only person that's never done a New Year's resolution. Never. I have not my entire life. I have not one time done it. Didn't you do an episode it? where no. you made them all or something? Oh, mate. Well, that was for fun. I was, <laughs> just, I was just joking. Oh, you were that not serious? That was my joke. <laughs> Jebediah. No, I mean, no, he's real. Uh, so, yeah, I've never made... Is that a red thing to not do? No. Question I, for you. Question for you. Question like, for you. I'll pull the card on you. No, I really think that that's a you thing. That's a you thing. <laughs> You're you're having like a rebel moment yeah. towards New Year's. I can see Red Ors, but I can see Red Ors going a different way too. Like I'll get you this year. I'll get you New Year. Yeah, like kind of more the comp- no, not you. Oh. Other Red Ors. Oh. I feel like in a different mind frame than yours, but still red could look at. I'm going to compete against this New Year. Like okay. this is the New Year. Like I, a competition type thing. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this New Year. I'm gonna kick this New Year in the gut. Like we're gonna get okay. it. I'm gonna like you know bench whatever 300, yeah. and I'm gonna get that career, and I'm gonna get the corner office, and I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna do it. You know, I can see Red Ors looking at it more like a competition. Okay, and then they're like excited because if you and that's actually a way a Red Aura. 
not you, <laughs> could use, I guess, the new year. It's like a strategy for a red ore to manifest. Okay. Like, hey, what? how can you make this year a competition for yourself? <laughs> yes, because reds right. love a game. I, I guess, but why then do you have to, like, be so conformist and make it New Year's? Can't you just make that, like, the day that you decided to do that? Like, you know, like, sure. and it's just, you know, the cliche is everyone goes to the gym on January 2nd. Yeah. It's packed. They and the, do, though. And the gyms are cleared out by February 1st. Let's right. Say. So, but can't you just be like, all right, today, let's say you think of it on November 2nd. Like, November 2nd, I'm going to the gym. Yeah, of you course. Know? Like, why don't you just do that? Like, well, why yeah. does it have to be New Year? Well, I think everybody knows that. Do they? Yeah. All right. I think you're just, you don't like being marketed to. Okay. And like, New Year's is a lot of marketing. You right. know, it's a lot of Planet Fitness ads yeah. showing well, up on your in- internet feed and stuff like that. It's thank God the holidays you. are over. So, there we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just putting that out there. You're such a, such a holiday joy. Yeah. Just such a joy. Speaking of holidays, we'll talk about that at the end. But, okay. all right, we have two ads. And then when we come back, you're going to talk about leveling up your manifestation game after this holiday season shopping for everyone else and dealing with all those crowds you know the last thing i want to do is go shopping for myself and stitch fix has me covered in this way because you know i don't really have that time or the energy and i get overwhelmed so they just do it for me and I love Stitch Fix because they give me these little nudges to find new looks. It's really easy and fun to get started. First, you just take a few minutes to set up your Stitch Fix style profile. You answer a few questions about what you like to wear, what you don't, and how open you are to trying new styles. They they do it with a lot of visuals, which is great. Uh, then Stitch Fix's expert stylists will get to work finding items exclusively for you. Every piece is handpicked for you and is unique to your size, style, and in your budget, making it the best way to discover clothes that make you look and feel your best. Stitch Fix will send you five pieces to try on at home. You keep what you love. You send back what you don't. Shippings, returns, and exchanges are easy and free. Plus, there's no subscription required. You can just try it once. Or you can set up automatic deliveries. There are no hidden fees Ever. So sign up for Stitch Fix and get the season's latest pieces for women, men, and kids. Sign up today at stitchfix.com slash KYA to get $20 off your first purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash KYA to get $20 off your first purchase. Limited time offer. Purchase within two days of sign up. My seven-year-old has eczema and, you know, it's hard because she can't use all the skin products that everyone else can use. But you know what she loves? Glad Skin. They have everything and it's her own stuff and she's really proud of it. And she loves using it. You know, if your child has eczema, know that you're not alone. Managing childhood eczema can impact your whole family. It's hard to see your kid deal with discomfort and difficult social interactions. And you've probably tried a million creams with medicines that didn't work like you'd hope. But now there's Glad Skin, which is steroid-free and clinically proven to reduce eczema symptoms safely and quickly. Glad Skin is a new category of skin treatment that is made for people of all ages with eczema-prone, acne-prone, and rosacea-prone skin. Inflammatory skin conditions are often driven by disruptions to the bacterial environment living on your skin. 
Glad Skin specifically works to target the imbalance in your skin's microbiome. But unlike other skin brands and prescription medications, Glad Skin uses Microbalance, a revolutionary smart protein that restores the balance of the good and bad bacteria that live on your skin so it can finally heal. It is so effective that 91% of users, adults and children, who tried their top-selling eczema cream reported significant improvement after just seven days. So start your journey to stronger and healthier skin today with Gladskin. They are offering my listeners 15% off plus free shipping on your first order at gladskin.com slash KYA. That's gladskin.com slash KYA for 15% off plus free shipping. Gladskin.com slash KYA. Well, it is a new year and there are all these talks about resolutions as always. And no matter if you do this or not, you're inevitably hearing about them. Everywhere you go, you hear nowadays about manifesting, in particular manifesting challenges, manifesting techniques. They call it other things now too, like portal switches and positive thinking, etc. A lot of them try to make it magical, but it's really not magical. It's you working with the energy of the universe and not against it. And this time of year, I always love to simplify it and give you my own spin I like to take this time every year to level up our manifesting techniques together. And you can listen back to all the manifesting episodes of the podcast. Just look for this date around this time every year and I do them. And maybe I'll put up a list on social media so you can go back. I'm always trying new things and level up from the year past. And then I share them with you if they work for me. Well, this worked for me, what I'm going to be talking about today. And I want it to work for you too. Hearing about how manifesting works for you, it makes me very, very happy. So let's do it. A lot of this does build off episode um, 64 when I talked about empath manifesting, if you want to re-listen to that. But here's our new ones for this year, 2023. Ready? You've got to feel it. I'm going to talk about that because that is the magical, that's not so magical, element we are adding this year. And let me tell you, it's a game changer. In episode 64, I talked about how empaths manifest feelings and emotions, but not things. So if you want love, you have to visualize the feelings of love, not like the most hottest partner you can think of. You are more of a feeler, probably. That's how you connect to the place you need to be in order to obtain that energy, in order to obtain your goals and your dreams. So let's back it up. Quick review. Empath manifesting. So you want emotions and feelings, but not things. And if you really think about that, it makes sense. So you want to feel love, for example, not really have like the, the hottest partner on the block. You want to feel safe, not have a million bucks in the bank. You want to feel secure, not the mansion you keep seeing those YouTube influencers living in. It's the feeling you want, not the thing. Even if you're like, oh no, it is the car. You know, it is the, the, the awesome car. Like maybe you want to feel other people's attention. Maybe you want to feel a sense of belonging. Maybe you want to feel a sense of, I made it, which you could go back to secure or safe or something like that. So you always got to follow what you think you want down into the emotional aspect of it. That's the first ticket here. And I'm telling you probably 
I mean, unless you're like a green aura and maybe you do want the certain car because you just love that engine or something, like how it specifically works, fine. There's always a what if element, but I'm saying for most of you, because y'all have some sort of empath aura work in here, that's the key, that's the place, that's the connectivity that you need to grab in order to manifest more effectively. Where does what you want actually boil down to an emotion you want to feel? Now, the interesting thing is, is which we're fighting against, society and its 3D ways will tell you that you have to travel outside of yourself to get what you want. You have to get money to feel safe. You have to have the hot partner to feel loved. You have to have the fancy house to feel secure. But you don't need anything outside yourself to get to those feelings, which are actually your dreams. It's about creating it in you first. And if you're like, that's cliche and not cool, like, we'll get there. Trust me. Once you feel those feelings in yourself, it's like the chains break off of you. And society, in the 3D way it was built, which is the ego-based dimension, which is saying that you aren't enough, will lose its hold on you. And that's what that's freedom. When you can do this, an absolutely amazing thing happens. You live on the same exact vibe as the thing you want. When you feel totally loved in yourself, like you can create those feelings in yourself, the person who matches that vibe enters your life. When you feel secure and you create those feelings yourself, the house materializes. When you feel safe in this world, the money manifests. It's always in a way you could never dream of happening. So you have to take yourself out of the how it happens. And I've talked about that a lot in the past manifesting episodes I've done. You have to let go of the how. Well, if this happens, then this can happen. Then he can talk to this. And then, the, no, let, forget it. Because anything that's really worked out for you has probably worked out in a way, thinking back, you're like, whoa, that's crazy how that worked out. Because taking yourself out of how the universe is going to get you something actually frees the universe up to do it in its own way. And I've said this a million times, but it's worth saying again, it's kind of like if somebody gives you a job to do something like, okay, go, I don't know, organize the pantry, but they're breathing down your neck the whole time. Like, oh wait, you're putting it out there. But wait, why are you doing that? Don't you want to do it this way? What do you, that, and, and what do you do? You're like, forget it. You just do it yourself. Okay. Picture the universe like that. If you give the universe a dream, a goal, love success, safety, security, you got to step out of its way so that it can do it itself. If you're breathing down the universe's neck with how it's doing it, the universe is just like, okay, you do it yourself. Bye. You know, that, that can happen. That's why you have to detach. You got to want what you want, focus on experiencing the feelings, which we're going to be talking about today, and then just let it go. So skipping to just focusing on the feelings as if it already happened. That's the key. That's the ticket. That's the magic. It's you working with your own vibration so as to be at the level of the things you want are on. And then they just naturally come to you after you've already reached it. And this has happened to you. And you might have to really think about it, but it's happened to you. I'm sure there's been times in your life like you wanted something so bad 
And then you just kind of forgot about it. And later when it happens, it's kind of like, oh, cool. I used to want this so bad, but now it's something like I'm, I'm so excited about. I felt that way when I graduated college. It was like, oh my gosh, like the stress, the fatigue, the nervousness, the anxiety, the want, the want. I just got to get to the end. I just got to get to the finish line. And then I'm standing there in my cap and gown. It's like, okay, what's, where are we going for dinner after this? Cool. Like I got, because I already had it, you know, like I already felt the success. I already got to that. So that when the day comes that it's like, here it is. It's like, yeah, because it already manifested in myself. I already felt proud enough of myself that I did it, if that makes sense. Like the piece of paper didn't really mean anything to me at that point. It's like, yeah, of course I did it. And that's just like a tiny example, but that could be a lot of examples for you. Maybe it was a job you you got or a prize you won or a relationship, which you always wanted. Maybe it happens and it's really nice and you're really grateful for it, but you've already had the feelings inside of you there. That's why it happened because you actually put yourself on that level where it was like, oh, obviously it'll come to you. The work isn't, the work, how do I put this? It's, it's not really, you already put the work in once you get the thing and the work is feeling like you already got it. And that's what I'm talking about. The feeling. And I'm going to give you, we're going to talk about that even more. But today, the twist on this whole thing is the focusing on feeling it. So how did I come to think, you know, want to talk about this, um, this episode. So I was doing a meditation, a zoom meditation a few months ago, and I was just talking about this very briefly and the feeling of visualizing love in order to get it, that you just lie in bed and you think about how it feels to be loved and visualizing the emotions that come with it, the pure calm and peace, which come when you feel you're next to your life partner, your soulmate. So, you know, you lie in bed and whether you're next to somebody or not, you just, what would it feel like to have the person who I have unconditional love with lying next to me? And how do I feel? Do I feel safe and loved and protected and calm and happy and grateful? And just feeling that gratitude. Oh, I'm so thankful for this. I'm so thankful. And it comes to this point where you might be overwhelmed with emotion. And that's where you have to get where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful. And yes, your logical mind is saying, but there's no one in bed next to you. Or the person in bed next to you is definitely not that person. (laughs) But it doesn't matter because you're creating those feelings in yourself. You're vibrating at a really high level. And that's the place where the things that you do want can match and come to you. And someone asked a really great question during the Zoom meditation. They asked, but how do you feel something you don't know how to feel? And I was like, whoa, that stopped me. It's really interesting. And it was a nuance that I had forgotten to mention Uh, that's the borrowing feelings with gratitude in order to make more of them. And that's what I'm talking about today. So if your goal, for example, just keeping with that soulmate love connection, but you don't have one or the one you have isn't working, like you don't know what that would feel like. I don't know what it feels like to have a partnership like that. I've never had it. The ones I've had in the past weren't like that, or I've just never had that at all. I don't even know what it would feel like. I don't even know what it would feel like to have that soulmate connection I want so badly that I see other people have. And I'm telling you that you have to feel these feelings as if you already do, but what if you don't know what they feel like? Well, there's a workaround for that. Love 
for example, is something which is a nuanced thing depending on the relationship, but really the same across the board. So the way you love a friend is different than the way you've loved a romantic partner is different from the way you've loved a sibling is different from the way you've loved a pet. But love, love really deep down is unconditional acceptance. That w- That is what love is. So regardless of what you do after that, like what, you know, what defines the relationship, love is really unconditional acceptance and it's wanting the best for someone for the pure sake of you care, you care about their energy and them feeling that same way towards you. No attachments, just unconditional love. That's what that is. And there has to be somewhere in your life that you've experienced that. So if you're looking for that in a soulmate romantic partnership, but you've never had it, you don't know what it feels like, you sure do still know what unconditional love feels like. And if you have to dig for that, you have to dig for that, and that's okay. So when you start trying to feel that feeling in yourself, because again, that's what manifests, that's what brings you to that vibration where it can actually happen, you might have to dig to borrow an experience in order to get that. And man, I hope I'm making sense right now. (laughs) So for example, let's say you've had a dog because most of you have, and dogs are wonderful at showing you what unconditional love is. All right. So you're going to focus on that. The feeling of safety, that they'd never betray you, that you're so grateful for this presence in your life, how pure and wonderful and kind this relationship is with this dog. So focus on that. Just take out the subjects, and just focus on those emotions. Get into it. Really reflect on it. Even thinking about it is putting yourself on that vibration. So that is your manifesting practice. You're just thinking about what that felt like. What does unconditional love feel like? And if you got to borrow from the relationship you have with the dog, then do it. There's no shame in that. Actually, that's probably the best place you could go to feel unconditional love because they got it. Perhaps you've had this with a good friend. In childhood, perhaps you felt so connected to someone. It was this platonic, unconditional love, wonderful, safe, secure. This is the person that always held the seat for you on the bus or said, come sit next to me at lunch when nobody else padded a seat down for you to come sit with them. Or the first person you met at that new school and they said, here's a pencil, come sit with me, be my friend. Sit in that feeling, that's love, and really feel that. And feel that gratitude and feel everything that that made you feel sit in that. And that will bring that to you. Or maybe you've had those feelings with a sibling or parent where you felt protected and looked after. And you felt really connected in this lifetime. A bond. That's the feeling you can focus on at this moment. That bond. And all you have to do is practice feeling it live and in living color in this moment. And it will be easier to do it. You might only be able to do it for flashes emotionally. Just just a flash. Just even when I was just talking, maybe you felt it for just a second. That's good. That's really good. It'll be it. You'll be able to do it longer and longer. And that's what you're going to be working on. That is our twist this year. Work on feeling that. Now, I use the example of love, but you have to. Here's our steps. One, what do I want this year? Two, What's actually the emotion I'm looking for? Three, where do I look to borrow those feelings so I can really sit in those emotions strongly? But the first part, which I really 
hope you understand because that's that's oh, the crux of it all. Anything you want outside of yourself is really just an emotion you want to feel within. So sometimes we have to check that. What do I always hear from you all? I want to lose weight. And this is a sensitive one. And I just want to talk heart to heart on this one because this is such a big one that I keep feeling. And I feel like a lot of us have it, even if, oh yeah, well, that's my running one for 10 years now. Even if it's just that one that's always just there, let's talk to it. You're beautiful the way that you are, okay? And that's not about losing weight. That's about accepting yourself as you are and loving yourself, okay? So what that is, is you sitting in yourself, and I think this is a good a good dose to put in your manifesting practice for all of us, is self-acceptance. And borrowing times when you felt really beautiful and really accepted and really perfect the way that you are. And it has nothing to do with how other people perceived you. It had to do with how you perceived yourself. So think of a time that you really accepted yourself. You're really proud of yourself. Think about the time when your body did something for you and you were so grateful. Maybe you got over the flu and you're like, wow, body, thanks for getting me through that. Or you had a baby and you're like, wow, body, thank you for getting me through that. Or you, you healed from a really traumatic sickness or wound. You thank that body and love it. And feel that acceptance from those moments when you felt so grateful for yourself. Because that's really what we're doing when we do that. And the weight, you won't even care about that anymore. I'm telling you. I just wanted to bring that up because I've been hearing it so much. And I think it's great where we've reached new levels of body positivity in our media and stuff like that. But honestly, I think sometimes it's just a coverall and we're all still feeling it underneath anyhow. So I just wanted to talk about that. So sitting in those feelings and asking the universe to fill in the blanks where they best feel it is as how you manifest this season. Simply feel it as if it's real for you now because it is real. You can make any feeling you want exist. And when it does, your physical reality matches up to it. So does this seem abstract? You know, maybe, but it sure does work. And We have to travel inward to these nuances to make it work for you in ways you haven't thought of before. You know, when I first started my manifesting journey, so this might not be, this is like 2.0 stuff, okay? So like if you're like, whoa, it's over my head, you might want to start back kind of my episodes more when I started this podcast because I kind of give you the bare bones basics then. And then I, I, I built, hey, I grow with you guys, so I build on it every year. And this is a nuance that when I'm telling you it's changed things, it has for me. Like, it has. And I just want to give you what works for me and, like, please use it. Here's the deal. This is what I've learned. And I'm really passionate about this. You know, I love you all to... You are powerful and you have to... Under, I, oh man, please know how powerful you are. All right? You don't have to go anywhere but within to get what you need. We got to drop thinking that we have to outsource our happiness, our power, our needs to... So anything outside of ourselves, the retreats, the silent weekends at resorts and spas, the yoga and Bali. I mean, who wouldn't want to go? I do. That's fun. Okay. But we can't all do it. Life isn't going to be, you know, a 23 year old influencer's dream for you. (laughs) No matter how, you know, how, how you found your spirituality on some ayahuasca journey. Okay. Like we can, we can't, some of us have jobs or kids or lives or, or the budget isn't working. And if it were, Hey, if you can do it, please go 
please. I think that's awesome. But if you can't, don't feel like, oh, too bad. Hands up in the air. Guess it's another year of this. We can all do it. You can go inward and make your life the way you want it to be. That's the only, that's, that's the only place to do it. You can find what you want doing dishes, walking to work, playing with the kids, hanging out in your hometown. You can do it all now. There is nowhere to go. That's a lie. The lie they tell you to keep you the same. The 3D world wants you to stay the same because it's safe and it's survival and it's been working for you. But guess what? You can do more and you can do it right now without going anywhere. So using our thinking, our brains, our energy to put towards the feelings that we want to feel instead of the ones they want us to, that's the good fight. So let's do it together. Because remember, when you invest time in you, and I truly believe this, the world is a much better place. You do better, you help others more, and you inspire them as well. So I want to hear about how you are uniquely manifesting the feelings you need to feel in living color. What are your goals for the year? How are you using your own experiences with emotion to live in them and draw them into your physical reality? How are you feeling it today. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So I had you try our next sponsor, Sakara. Tell us about it, would you? I will. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes, you know, for me, I'm not always open to new ideas, you know, from the podcast, but you gave me the banana protein bread. Yes. Amazing. I know. I loved it. It was incredible. <laughs> no, seriously, it really was incredible. <laughs> I mean, it was so filling. It, it, it tasted great. tasted fantastic. I'm like, oh, I could just eat this for the rest of my life and be fine. Yeah. You know, I don't, you, know you don't really need to eat anything else. <laughs> it's very filling. It, it's very filling. And it's, it tasted great. Yeah. I mean, all their stuff's like that. Yeah. Like you're, and that's the whole point with Sakara. Like it's not always about crash diets and deprivation. It should never be about that. Instead, Sakara wants you to nourish with more of what helps you look and feel your best. Their organic meals and wellness essentials are designed to support your goals, whether that's weight loss or clearer skin. Are you ready to ring in your healthiest year yet? Sakara delivers science-backed, plant-rich nutrition programs and wellness essentials right to your door. Their ready-to-eat meals are nutritionally designed to deliver results from weight management and eased bloat to boosted energy and clearer skin. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash KYA or enter code KYA at check check out that sakara s a k a r a dot com slash k y a to get twenty percent off your first order sakara dot com slash k y a hey scotty you seem a little grumpy right now uh yeah what? i just realized that i have the disney plus you know subscription service i think it like they raised the price without even telling me maybe they did tell me i forgot about it no one watches it yeah. Why do I have the Disney Plus subscription? I have all these subscriptions all every month. I don't even, I can't even remember which one they have. I got to get rid of some of these. You need Rocket Money. I do. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I do. Because Rocket Money, it helps you manage your budget better, cancel unwanted subscriptions. Like my Apple TV that I have. <laughs> yes. 
All yeah, you win TV. Okay. You need Rocket Money. So Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over eighty percent of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like you, Scott, like that streaming service you bought to watch just one show on, or that yeah, free trial yeah, yeah. you Ted never Lasso. even use. We watched Ted Lasso on <laughs> Apple TV. I never watched one other show on there. And you were paying for it. Yeah. Yeah. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as a click and a button. You don't have to like yell at them anymore on the phone, okay? Like it's it's going to be better. Simply find the subscription you don't want and press cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. No long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. You know they make it difficult on purpose. I hear that red rant often. Oh yeah, Disney Plus especially. <laughs> So stop throwing your money away, Scott. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash K-Y-A. That's rocketmoney.com slash K-Y-A. Rocketmoney.com slash K-Y-A. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So, you know, after listening to your, your speech, it actually was fascinating and actually really related to this one. Okay. And more than the others. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Sometimes I don't get it. I know. And sometimes it takes me a few weeks to get it. Okay. And then sometimes I get it right away. Okay. And this one okay. I got right away. But okay. I had this, this, I think I actually did this thing, manifesting thing uh, at, of all places, Animal Kingdom. Oh, Disney I know what World. you're going to say. Yeah. And we, yeah. We I went, know exactly yeah, what you mean. I said that we I know I said it was going to be like four to five years before I went back to Disney <laughs> theme parks. But one year later, right. I'm back at Animal Kingdom. Yeah. So last week, I'll set it up. Last right. week, Scott's uh, sister, she came down with her two kids from New York. And they wanted to go to Disney. But really, who wanted to go to Disney? Because we're close. So when people come down, what do they want to do? Go yeah. to Disney. And then Scott got roped into it again. That's true. But really what sealed the deal is... He has a nephew who is, he's autistic. He's severely autistic. And if we say anything insensitive, I apologize ahead of time. I mean, this is just, you know, us coming from a very loving angle towards our nephew. But this kid, he loves Disney. And he wanted to go so bad. So what's Scott going to do? So obviously, Scott got roped in to going to Disney. Right. So So there's... Nine of us. Last time we went, there was six. Six. This time there's nine. And he wants to go to Animal Kingdom. He wants to go to Animal Kingdom. And, you know, obviously me being the red, I'm the leader, (laughs) I'm now in charge of nine people. (laughs) Nine people. So, yes. Okay. So I don't want to go through the whole day there because it was chaos and disaster. (laughs) And we already know how Scott feels about Disney. You can listen to episode 111. I could go on. For his take on greedy Disney. Ten red rants right now about greedy. They are. Exactly. And but, how does anyone have fun but here? But your nephew doesn't know that. He just was so focused on yes. this one ride. Yeah. He so, was like, it wouldn't have been a good day if he didn't get on this ride, but the, the park was ridiculously crowded. Yeah. The park was ridiculously crowded. I mean, who in their right mind goes to Disney during Christmas week? That you have to have. Well, like, we did. Yeah. You, <laughs> there's got to be something wrong right. with, with, with you to do that. And obviously there's something wrong with me. So, but anyway, anyway. I would say, and this, for the overall experience, normally, or last time when I was at Disney, I was a red. But what red would you, you say were like I was? You were angry, bitter, resentful. <laughs> <laughs> last time we went to Disney, you're like chip on your shoulder. Like, 
you know, you just saw through the Mickey Mouses and, the, and, and into the corporate greed. And you just talked about that all day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. And then I would say that this time when we went, yeah. I read was a little bit, I felt, I felt it myself. Yeah. I felt it more of like a protective red. I Yeah. I don't know. It was a lot better. Like you were still intense. At but, times. Yeah. But it was an intensity that had like a better purpose because you were trying to make this day really great for your nephew. Yeah. And, and my kids too. Oh, and, and kids. well, yeah. And, you're, and my niece. you're like, whatever you do. <laughs> you got well. lucky you come and, back here. And my niece as well. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I mean, but I don't know. Really. It's just like your nephew was so into it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I have to say, you know, everyone's indigo here. <laughs> my, my sister, she's yes. indigo. Yes. Caitlin, her her niece, she's, she's like a pink. Blue, she's pink, but she's yeah. got a bluish indigo to her. She's going like on, pink right? and yellow. Oh, pink and yellow. Yeah. Oh, she feels like so. I know. Pinks are very sweet, or something. Yeah. Yeah, pinks are sweet. And then uh, Eddie, my nephew, he's got to be a green he's indigo. He's green indigo. He's got to be like green yes, indigo. Yes. So everybody, you're indigo. Right. You know, Abby's a sweet purple. She's turquoise. Yeah. Turquoise and purple. So I like. I'm, it's made like this bunch of feelings going through the park. <laughs> right. You know. So it's late in the day after all the nonsense has occurred, and I, maybe I'll mention a couple of things after I, I mean, go this through is the speech. Like, it's a lot, and it was a day. It's, you know, Eddie, and he's autistic, and he, by the way, he is the sweetest kid on earth. Such a sweetheart. He's ten. I would do anything for this kid. Yeah, he's okay? a sweetie. So we're at one end of the park, farthest part you could be at. We're right. at like Everest, which, if you're an animal <laughs> kingdom, it's like in the middle of nowhere. Okay, right. and he. Wants to go on flight. Yeah. Flight. Flight. Okay. He wouldn't stop and saying it. Wouldn't stop saying it. And you knew my sister, this is going to be a bad day. If this doesn't yeah. happen, this, it's going to all go to pot. It, you know, right. it's like kids are tired, probably hungry at this point because you can't, you know, eat in a normal <laughs> place there because Disney's greedy. And, <laughs> right. and all he wants is this flight. And the park closes at eight. That's like an hour from now. Yeah. Like that. And, yeah. and he does have the, the DAS, DAS passwords, like the disabilities pass that yeah they, that they give to uh autistic kids if, if they need it yeah and he has this and i'm like you know what all right this is gonna i'm doing this this right. is it it's but going it, to happen the, it, the way yeah. just like okay i actually figured out care your sister and i like actually put our heads together purple me and figured out the disney app i did yeah. it for eddie right. <laughs> because and it was hard yeah but we figured it out so that we could like it, it the way it works is it's actually really great um, is you check in and then you just don't have to wait in line if you yeah. have the disability right. pass. So you right. just, it means you don't have to wait in line. So if it's two hours, all right, you know, you just come back. You don't yeah. have to wait in line, but you have to check in. You can't book anything else right. in between that time. But so that wouldn't have worked out for this. And he wanted to go on, right. it was called Flight of the Avatar, which is, by the way, set that up. Yeah. It's the most. Yeah. It's insane. It's, it's, it's like four hours. You can't get on that ride. You can't get on those rides. Yeah. It's like. Impossible. Yeah. Impossible. And, but I had he to do it. He wanted to. He yeah. had to do it. I didn't, you know. He doesn't understand that. He doesn't understand. I didn't need to get on the ride. I didn't even care if my kids got on the ride. But he, yeah. I, in my mind, he had to, whether, he had to get on the ride. He just had, I had to get this kind so of ride. So that was your feeling. Right. And the, right. And this is my feeling. And the entire time, you know, we're, we're running to it because the park's getting towards the end of the mm-hmm. day. 
and getting towards close. And again, there's nine of us that have been church of nine people. You were losing them. people as you went, though. No, like, I know. Like, I'll meet the, you at the cafe. And these like, two places <laughs> on the farthest ends of the park. Right. You have to go across the entire park. Right. And my sister is getting upset because she doesn't think it's going to happen. Yeah. And she's like, you know, Scott, let's just call this off because yeah. if, if they don't do it, this is going to be, it's make it worse. It's going to yeah. make it worse. It will absolutely be a disaster if this, I'm like, you know what? This is going to happen. And in my head. Yeah. It was going. You were like, "This is." Ha-. So, what was the feeling you had at that time? Just like, I'm going to do this. It, there's like it no, already happened. It already happened. Yeah. There's no way this kid and is not getting on that. That's ride. the feeling, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I and I said, you know, this is going to happen. And so we went through the whole park. I'm feeling this whole way. The whole way, people are telling me, Scott, no, this is not going to happen. This yeah. is impossible. This is a, right. It's just not going to happen for him. We get there girl at the counter a lovely indigo <laughs> yeah. you caught an indigo caught an indigo cast member eggie eddie is like attached to me at the you know right he's still loving. repeating it yeah, yeah you know <laughs> he got on the ride yeah you got him on he got it on the ride you got him mom with his mom yep. yep with his mom yeah. i didn't need to go right i don't i don't care right but he got a ride elated i know elated yes best best moment yeah so and, that, and you did it. I did it. Yeah. But I so knew it was going to happen. There was no way in my mind that right. wasn't going to happen. And like, if you can take that feeling, I mean, who wants something more? Like, can you think of a thing you want more than that in that moment? No. Like in life? No. <laughs> and it seems like a small thing, but for, for him, that was a huge thing, you know, for, for him. Yeah. And so that is kind of like what I'm talking about with like leveling up your manifesting. Like, what can you want that badly that you can feel it? that much and then also take in the feeling that it already happened because yeah. that's where how you get to it yeah and this is just a little example for us it was a big deal i mean you can do this with other examples yeah, I too mean, this is just an example yeah but but that's cool i knew you were gonna say that as soon as you yeah as you which mentioned was, it which was really really cool yeah, yeah that was your favorite part of the whole trip yeah. so was disney good scott no <laughs> it was not good i mean the funniest and now i can tell a couple funny tales but as, as, they got that part but off. By and I the wanted way, to... we're very lucky we get to go to Disney. Oh, of course. I mean, not me, but the rest of you who enjoy <laughs> like, it. We love it. I'm just like limping around like, what's this day going to be over <laughs> as I'm kidding. going from one end of the park to the other like five times. But the, funny, the funniest part was, so yes, we, you know, look, I go with my red here. You don't, we don't have any yellow and green. The first, you need to Your be like. yellow. Yeah, but he doesn't know how to work the app. He's we 1994 the yellow, time. yeah. You have to be a yellow or green. You're here. on your app all day on Disney. Like people are just walking into buildings, looking at their phone to see where the next thing they have to do. Yes. And I don't like that. You know, I don't. When I go there, I want to take my phone and throw it out. I don't want it on. You know, I don't even take a picture. I, yeah. I, I just want to be in the moment of it. You know, whatever, do you? however bad it is. <laughs> I, I just don't want my phone. I, I like that's the last thing I want to be all right, all right. doing. But anyway, so finally, you and my sister did figure out the app. We did, but there was like it was always glitching. We're like, why is it glitching? It was always like, what it was is always this? it was always glitching. Yeah, and because we and it linked nine tickets to it. Yeah, but the problem was well, you we, can only Eddie if you can only go on with a few people. Right. So like you'd have we'd have to switch it back and forth like who the people are, but one person. We just couldn't attach. We're like, right. why can't it, we attach your mother? And it was glitching the system. <laughs> yeah. So we would get to like the ride and 
he of course he has the DOS pass, but they would be like, no, no it's he's not, not registered. And, um, and, and we yeah, were like, like, what's happening? What's going on? So we finally, in the middle of the day. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's like 5,000 people yeah. at all times standing around you. Right. And you have to keep walking and you can't ever stop or you'll be like stampeded. Sure. So we're trying to figure all this out on an app. Like, why is it Truly. glitching? Yeah. What's going on? And exactly. Eddie's like, flight. <laughs> so we're like, we got to figure this out. So finally, I'm like, all right, let's just go to the guest services. Figure this out. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're not yellow, we're not green, but we can figure this out, right? It's just we can ask, we can ask somebody to do it for us. And then there it is, as all nine of us are, <laughs> are standing there. My mom didn't check into the park. She just, she just, she just walked in. She just walked in. She just walked in. She has a stowaway. I didn't. I guess you can do that at yeah, Disney. You can just walk. If into the you park. just are kind of like confused or whatever, they might just let you wander in. It's weird because <laughs> she was going on rides. <laughs> Someone. She just walked into yeah, the park. She did standby for yeah. like the dinosaur yeah. ride. And I she's she like, just, I, I got out no problem. Yeah. I, she just skipped that line too and just went to the front and she just got on. We're like, how did you do that? You like, didn't even have a did ticket. How did you wait? Bree had lost her ticket on one of the rides and they were still letting her go. Yeah. Like, it, okay. But anyway, so yeah, my mom was the culprit here. She had, then we had to go through all the process. Right. Like, okay. And, like, so and the guy's like, like, well, I can't do that here. Like fix the ticket. Yeah. So you have to go to another place. Yeah. And at that point, I mean, while you're thinking like, how much should we spend to get in here today? Yeah. yeah. How uh-huh. much, what time is it? How many hours till it close it? You know? Yeah. And at that point I was, at that point the red, other red came out. I, I was just like, I was just like, who has fun here? How is this fun? It was fun? fun. I like Animal Kingdom. I think it's my favorite park. All right. I'm going to say it. I enjoyed eating a hot dog. <laughs> While standing on one leg. No, you had a seat, you stinker. I sat. I didn't have a seat. I wolfed out a hot what dog. What happened was your mom, who it was a stowaway to the park and did glitch the system. I'll give her this. She can grab a table from a bunch of like an angry crowd. She did. And she like threw herself on a table and she's like, Bart, Scott, table. Yeah. She threw it. And then somehow she got a, like chairs for like five of us. So you sat. My feet, but, my feet but as you as you're eating like wolfing down oh, a hot dog yeah, there's my, just like crowds of people just like are you done yet yeah, are you done yeah. can i have this chair yeah can i have this chair can i sit yeah chair? and then my sister's like we got to make the show we got to make the show and like <laughs> and there's like a hot dog like going down my throat like barely going down it's like stuck there yeah the only person i've ever seen you like acquiesce to is your nephew yeah. like because oh, he yeah. wanted to do stuff and you were like fine and i was like oh <laughs> no. no oh whatever he wanted the key, to do the key to getting, he was gonna do the key to the key to disney is eddie yeah <laughs> eddie is awesome all right so so there right, you go. yeah that was our that was my uh example so there's your example so hopefully we hear everybody else's examples too and people can make it work for them and you know it's just kind of like my leveled up like let's just yeah. level it up you know your brain you always have to keep thinking new things you got to keep thinking different ways to think about things so that it's fresh and new and individual to you but yes. next year i have to manifest a win on the christmas exchange because i lost this year yes so <laughs> this is three out of four years i have one now last all right okay i don't like when you do these like <laughs> this one <laughs> these like like if i said out of the past 10 years oh, i can't yeah. do math that quick but i think mm, i win that one we might be even now <laughs> you had, you had a you had a huge run in the beginning you had like three in a row before i even won my first one <laughs> you know it's when you pick the challenges well we made a new rule mm-hmm. okay so for next <laughs> we, we did make a new rule because you know uh all right so 
The new rule is that the loser gets to pick what we do the next year for the exchange. Okay, fine. So next year you get to pick this no matter what. Like we'll set the parameters together, but you right. get the overall pick of what oh, we topic. do. Okay, this year was like you had to do a Hallmark story yes. <laughs> and give a gift that made sense in the, the Hallmark story. fictional story yeah. that you created. Yeah. It's and like the fan fiction Hallmark story Christmas. Yes. And you won because you used a cat. Okay? And I we did. all know that that was going to win the crowd. <laughs> well, oh, you And know. one person told me my story was better than yours. Who did? Who? Who was that person? I'm not going to tell you. Who was that person? Do I know that person? <laughs> yes. One person told me that my story was better than yours. But... Um, Are they related to us? No. Okay. It was an MMSF member. <gasps> I'm taking the back. <laughs> Banning them from the group, but that you won because of the cat thing. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm in the Hallmark store. Yeah. And it was like a beam of light. It's like the same time in the Burlington Co Factory year when I won when there was that uh, elf, mug. elf mug, and I saw it. It was like a beam of light on it. So I'm in the Hallmark store. There's a beam of light on this angel cat. This cat. It, it's a great statue, and I actually beautiful. really like it. And I'm like, I can't lose with this. I get it. And you just yeah. make a whole story. And I make a whole story out of it. It was good. This is incredible Christmas story. It had Santa in it. <laughs> I got the incredible. A, a, a lucky best. coin. <laughs> it's the greatest story ever told. And it was a, it was a, it was a blow away win this year. It's okay, a, okay. You know, Bree, <laughs> Abby. All, all right, all you won. You won. Yeah. Next year will be mine. Next I'm going to manifest that win. All right. I think. Yeah. I think maybe you know you're you are better when you pick the topic. You know. Yes. Fifteen minutes in a Walgreens. Yeah. Impersonal you, gifts. You took that impersonal grip. You so. know. Uh, hopefully, people will do it as well. You know, last year a lot of people did. I don't know if as many people did this one. This one was like you always come up with these weird convoluted concepts with like a lot of di- like when you did like the a gift your aunt would give you your yeah, long lost aunt. <laughs> That was a good one. And then we both bought each other a fruitcake, yeah. so it canceled it out, so we had to go back to the drawing board. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I'll work on that. All right. And the other thing I'm going to be manifesting for this year is within a couple of weeks from now, your second book, Simon yes. & Schuster, the psychic workbook, all the skills. How many skills did are in the 40. book? 40 different skills based on your teachings and all the readings that you've done and all yes. the the skills that you've uh, worked on over the years. I'm really excited because I want you guys to empower yourselves. So this book is, it's going to be for you, you know, because I, I, I came, they came to me with this thing, you know, can you make a psychic workbook? And I'm like, yeah, but I can do it in the way that I know people can pick it up and customize it to their own abilities and who they are as people. So this is really written with love for all of you. Anybody can pick this up and find at least, I would say, you could do them all, but at least a big chunk of it you could relate to and start practicing. Okay. Because I want you guys to take the power back. Take the power back. Yeah. I mean, that's what this whole podcast is about, taking the power back. (laughs) Please. Take the power back with your manifesting. Be, you know, be your own medium. Be your own psychic. Like, you have all these powers. Every time I read you guys... And I don't, and every single one, I've never not said this about somebody. There is something so special about you that you're not seeing. And my goal in this book was for you to see that special thing about you in yourself and then, you know, release your power. Yeah. Well, comes out January 24th by, oh, I don't know, five to seven copies. (laughs) Give them to all your friends. Okay. All right. (laughs) 
<laughs> Maybe more. No, if you want to go, okay, if okay. want to go ten, that's All fine right, too. Scott. It's up to you. I don't want to tell you what to do. Yeah. But yeah, five seven. Okay. Uh, but anyway, yes. And, and the uh, and again, the, the book. You know, it, when you did it, it, it's for you guys. I mean, yeah. the amount of love that you got from the first book. Oh my gosh! Sent Simon Schuster over the edge. Yeah. And you know, they they told you normally we wait you know, a couple of years yes. to see how the book does mm-hmm. over, like I say, a two-year, three-year period before yeah. we sign an author to another book. But, you know, I mean, I, I don't, maybe bragging about you here, but, but <laughs> no, are. it's more the, it's more the people. It's, you, the, they bought so many books. Well, that's what I told them. I'm like, you don't know the MMSF, okay? Yeah. Like, they're like amazing. And, and <laughs> they're just, you know, we're such a supportive family. So because of that. Second yeah. book deal got done much, yes. much quicker than it would have. That's why this book's for you guys. And I'm so grateful for all of you. And in this new year and all the time, because again, time's not real. <laughs> so in this eternal yeah. moment. All right. So this podcast is for you and about you. And we're so glad you spent some time with us today.